0: We are I. The beautiful part about today is it seems like the the age of no accountability is dying. You know, and as much as there are some of these these examples that are really extreme and really in your face about inclusivity, and one thing I know about or what it seems like about inclusivity is that there's a lot of obscurity around this, that people are allowed to be able to say and do whatever they want, you know, whether that lacks integrity, morality, whether it's ethically or, you know, any of the above, they're just outright examples and people able to lie. You know, this. an example of this is I seen a, a mom at a school board meeting in the United States, she dressed up like a cat. And she said, for the purposes of this hearing, I would like to be addressed as a cat. I would like to be referenced to as a cat. She's like, as you can clearly see, I am dressed like a cat. I have makeup on to look like a cat. And I'm telling you right now that I identify as a cat. And so she goes through her speech. And at the end, she says, I would like to ask you all, like, who do you, who of you, raise your hands, think that I'm a cat? So none of them put up their hand. And she's like, that's my point exactly. But you want to tell my preteen daughter that she can transition her gender. When myself is an adult in you know, her mid to late 30s, when I tell you that I am something of sound and what seems to be rational mind by age and age alone, you're going to tell me that you won't identify me as a cat, but you will identify my daughter as a boy with no no kind of treatment of any kind to be able to see what might be the underlying factors of this. She's like, that's a problem. And you see that. Like, you see that. Like, this is abundantly true. Like, how many cases are very much like this? And when you, When an adult is faced with another adult, like, a re- certain amount of reason has to be able to come into play here. And then I also heard that, you know, like there's this person, you know, in this major city in America and this famous person is walking down the street and, you know, he heard this, this person chanting, you know, like, like Donald Trump's a, you know, Nazi, Donald Trump's a misogynist, Donald Trump's a this, Donald Trump's a that. So this guy's watching this guy chant all this shit. Then he sees that there's this black couple. Male and female, walking down the street. He sees this. All of a sudden, he's just like, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And it's just like, whoa, like, that's fucking wild. You just have this person that just wants to be able to shout out everything that they think will get attention from anybody who seems to be passing by. Like, this is the problem. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, I could list countless and countless, countless more examples of this. But the one thing that I've realized is, you know, even like myself, there's so many people that seem to have very conservative or Republican values, right-leaning values, that also have an understanding of the compassion of what the left used to have or was supposed to have or is, I guess, still supposed to have. And this has always been that interesting juxtaposition because it's like, does this make you a centrist? You know, where you have one foot on both sides? I don't know. Like, does it? Is this what that true definition of a centrist is where, you know, you have values that you believe in on both sides? Because this is where I feel the majority of everybody lives. But the problem always has been is that the, the left has captured, you know, this squeaky wheel mentality. And Republicans and conservatives always kind of sit there and say, ah, oh, you know, like this shit'll die out, this shit'll blow over. But the one thing that you see in this huge shift right now is it seems like, you know, the blue conservatives in Canada, the red Republicans in the United States, the more right-leaning core values, slightly right of center who also have slightly left of center values too. All those people have had enough. They voiced it, but now they've done what these people always do. These kind of, I guess, labeled centrist people. Now they're like, okay, we're going to take some action. We're going to build some systems. We're going to build platforms. We're going to start speaking. We can't just sit back and watch the baby cry anymore. We need to coddle the baby. We need to say, okay, mommy and daddy are coming and we are going to write this shit. Because you see all the examples of this where these people are just like, I've had enough of this shit. You see this by way of Elon Musk buying Twitter. You see this by way of Dr. Jordan Peterson and you know this group of people starting an organization to counter the World Economic Forum. You see this by the way of the popularity of Joe Rogan's podcast. You see these you see this with Tulsi Gabbard stepping down from the Democratic National Party and exposing a lot of the shit. A lot of the lies, a lot of the, from the inside, from her knowledge from the inside. So you see examples of people being like, you know what? No. Mommy and daddy have had enough. Mommy and daddy are coming and the party's over now. You've kicked and you screamed and you've got what you want, but mommy and daddy are coming. You see this by way of all these national sporting organizations and international sporting organizations being like, you know what? No, trans women do not, should not, cannot compete in traditional women's sports. It's fucking, it's made a laughing stock of female sports. Female athletes are like violently opposed to this shit. And not violently opposed as in like physical violence, but violently opposed as in their mind. They're just raging war. Against this because it's just unfucking believable Because it's not an issue with trans men. You're not going to see a trans man want to go compete in the fucking NFL. You're not. You're absolutely not. You see this by way of this Dylan DeHaney or whatever her name is, his her name is, in the Bud Light fucking commercial. They've lost billions of dollars of market share. You see this. You see this coming, where society as a whole, of like, you know what, man, I've had enough of this shit. I've had enough. I do not want this. You see this by way of Rand Paul and some of these, you know, politicians in the states being like, I've had enough. You see this with Pierre Polyev just chronically coming with receipts against Justin Trudeau. You also see this by way of people like Justin Trudeau gaslighting the public, like there is no internet. Like there is no internet where these people can see that this guy is completely full of shit. Same thing with Joe Biden, where there's not gonna be any debates for the presidential primaries. Like how is that a proper democratic process? And you don't think that people are gonna push back against that? Find ways to be able to have those same debates, but without Joe Biden. You're not going to tell me that like, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr. And, you know, all these other candidates aren't going to go online on like Twitter spaces and have a presidential debate. But without Joe Biden, you don't think shit like that's going to happen. Absolutely. it will. you know, because mommy and daddy are coming to clean things up. You see this all over the world. All over the world. There's examples of this all over the world. Do you see this with examples of how far the French citizens have taken this shit? They're like, no, no, no. They're like, we've had enough. You look what they've done over there. They've been protesting for like a month in like a crazy fashion. You see this by way of you know Italy already voting in that female president and the changes she made. All the way down to banning and making fake meats illegal and lab-grown meats illegal. And how you can't, and it's illegal to use any bug byproducts in their flowers or their pizzas or their pastas or anything. That's how much she's like, fuck this. Mommy's coming in to clean this shit up. You see this in Netherlands by the Dutch farmers creating their own political party. Being like, no, no, no. Daddy's had enough. That's it. And it's nice to be able to see this because it gives, I think, rational people hope. It gives rational people being like, I'm going to get behind that. I think that's why liberals in NDP or in Canada and the Democrats in the United States are so worried about what's to come because they see mommy and daddy come to clean this shit up and they're throwing temper tantrums like a two-year-old. So it's actually a really great time to be alive because we can witness all of these these things where it's like, okay, here's the checks and balances to the obscure behavior that's supposed to be in Western society. Just took a little too much to get those wheels, those clogs turning and a lot of that had to do with COVID. But the nice thing is, is you can see, you can see the dawn starting to come. And soon, I want to have the hope. Soon, it's just going to be that nice, bright, sunny day again.